through here. What do you see? Nothing. Exactly. It's the nothingness. The whiteness. The endlessness. Stretching on beyond the human imagination. Desolation of the soul. So, hello and welcome to the Cicada Lounge podcast. My name's Jordan Foster as always and joining me today, thank you Jack for the beer, is Jack and Jacob. How are you doing? Good evening. Good, good, good. 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 It's been a while. Again, we can't keep saying that. (sighs) No, we can't. And we at least want to give the illusion that this is a uh, a weekly fucking podcast. (laughs) <laughs> so, we've got a deep dive this mm. week, right? We've got another deep dive. This is good. I like the format that we're going for. Yeah. After hours and deep dives. Well, we had it as main quest, side quest, and... Oh, yeah. What was the other one? Um, Like, side quest tangent. I don't know. Yeah, I think I left it, early on that meeting. No, it was, it was after hours, main quest, and side quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. like the main quest, like a multi-part deep dive. Side quest, this was mm. like a one-off deep dive into a little subject, which I so today is kind of like a side quest. Yeah, yeah I'd it? say it's a side quest. Yeah, yeah, single yeah. part of side quest. Cool. So what's the subject? So tonight's subject is on Major Sir Henry, fucked it already, um, of my four pages <laughs> of content. Major Sir Ernest Henry Shackleton. And um, the reason I chose Mr. Shackleton, Mr. Sir Major Ernest Henry Shackleton, yeah. is because he was dubbed one of the great adventurers of his time. Really? And I think as part of the Scard Lounge podcast, um, it's important that we learn about these people because they did pave the way in scientific discovery. And although there aren't any animals in this, Mm. fleas or otherwise... Um, I think just the three in the it's room. the natural world. Yeah, that's it. It's the natural yeah, yeah. world and the discovery of that. Lost yeah. in the blind and okay. of the stop. Tundra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Get off the biggie. bat, we need to not be like other podcasts who fucking do bits on things only we've seen that nobody else will understand. A lot of people so have seen no, the Mighty Boosh. I saw not enough people. Have I seen saw the legitimately that his name was Biggie Shackleton. Biggie. <laughs> uh, Ernie Smalls. Yeah. Biggie, Biggie Shackleton. <laughs> so, I'm such a doof <laughs> Finding the egg of Mantumbe <laughs> Exactly Fuck I've already started I'm sorry You can weave it in And now it's canon <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's approved We'll edit the Wikipedias yeah, Can somebody get in touch with Noel please <laughs> But genuinely though Even though there's not much uh, well, To be fair I don't know that much about Ernie no, yeah. Shackleton So but as you've said, there's not a lot of natural world stuff in this. But without nomads, without pioneers, without explorers, we wouldn't have any of the information we have on the natural world. Anyway. Exactly. So it's important that we pay our dues. And, and we... I, I do have a very interesting fact alluding to just that <gasps> subject um, oh. within here. Okay. And I may even make a little bit of a noise um, Oh, when we find it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. A little bit well, of a noise. In fact, see if you guys can spot it. Yeah. Um and why it's pertinent <laughs> to Jacob's point. Okay. You're just going to make a noise. <laughs> yeah, what's the thylacine noise? Oh, yeah. 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 That one. <laughs> That's I old now. Shame. Well, luckily for our listeners, uh, Jordan won't be uh, taking on this 
Who, Bruce? Ruth. 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 Oh, Ruth. Oh, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> How you Ruth. doing, Ruth? You right, Ruth? What's going on? How you doing? Cheers, Ruth. Keeping this going. Lovely to us. see you again. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for allowing so, me to give up my day job. <laughs> <laughs> so this podcast is dedicated to Ruth. Mm-hmm. So where, where, where do we begin? Major Sir Ernest Henry Shackleton, CVO, OBE, FRGS, FRSGS, or... Known by his cohorts and crew members as The Boss Was born 15th of February 1874 And died on the 5th of January 1922 He was an Anglo-Irish and Antarctic explorer Who led three expeditions to the Antarctic Three? Three He was one of the principal figures of the period Known as the heroic age of Antarctic exploration Nice. So I'm going to struggle a bit and I'm going to try not to, uh, you know, over-pronunciate, enunciate rather, Antarctic. Um, That's fine. The, when, That's... when you do enunciate it like that, it makes me think that there are a legion of small insects going to the Arctic. <laughs> the Antarctic <laughs> expedition. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get That's that. I see Stop you, you there. Go. So what actually lives in the Antarctic? Do we actually know? Is it polar so bears or penguins? Which one is it? I can never remember. Is it penguins? Penguin because bears. Because there's three expeditions. What did I fucking tell you? Right at the head of the episode. <laughs> this one wasn't about animals. I know. So I didn't find out. I know. <laughs> we should have some basic... Fuck this. You know uh, what? <laughs> Antarctica. Yeah, type it in, boy. Well, we're on a roll already. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, what lives in the Antarctic? Mm. Ice. There could be plenty of ice. Yep. It lives in the Antarctic. Seals. Okay, seals. Yeah, big ones. Ten animals big live ones. in Antarctica. Some as big as your head. <laughs> yeah. Any narwhals or is that the Arctic? Uh, it's penguins. Penguins. The Adelie penguin. Penglings. The blue whale. Blue whale. So, if you didn't know, Arctic is North Antarctic is South. Seth. Right. Seth. I'm just trying to determine what brought him to the Antarctic, not once, but, but three, three times. times. Well, what in the blinding whiteness of the tundra did he not discover the first time that he went it, it to the Antarctic? Much, Wait, he was snow he didn't discover. Yeah. Was he snow? Is that first legit? Time, first time he went, he couldn't see anything. Really? <laughs> Poor fuck. Mm. <laughs> couldn't see anything. Snow petrel. I'm okay, just gonna... a birdie. Nice. Yeah, snow petrel. A bird. It's, uh, it looks like this. It's a sea bird. Petril. Petril. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Look at that. A snow petrel. If you're listening to this, stop. Google so a snow cute. petrel. Because I want to squeeze it. <laughs> wow. I want to squeeze it. the life out of it. I'm not sure if we've actually talked about this on the podcast already. Um, but do you know why when you see something that's cute, you just want to squeeze it? No. What because is that? Because the same part of the brain that recognises cuteness is also the same part of the brain that recognises aggression. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Really? So you, when you see something cute, you pull its legs off. <laughs> you know what I mean? That explains why I got beat up so much as a kid. Because everyone <laughs> found you cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you bet, Chief. You bet. Oh, nice. Must have been. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to interject with random animals throughout this episode that are from the Antarctic. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, just why, every now and why again. make it about the Antarctic? Just anywhere. <laughs> just anywhere in the world. <laughs> just yeah. random animals. Or just, just every single species of ant. Okay. Yeah, cool. You yeah. do you. Um, so my sources for today are rrsdiscovery.co.uk, um, britannica.com, and www.rmg.co.uk, which is the website for the Royal Museum's Greenwich. 
Um, so I pulled a bit from them. Some of it is verbatim, um, and a lot of it is butchered by myself. So we've done twenty episodes now. This is the I first. Really? This is the first time we've cited our sources. <laughs> yeah, that's because I'm a fucking professional. Right? Okay. So. Go champ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's paragraph one out of the window. So <laughs> our story begins in Ireland in 1874, just a few years before the last famine of Ireland. Ireland <laughs> of Ireland. Mm, start that one Don't again. Don't fuck that up. Our story begins in Ireland in 1874, just a few years before the last famine of Ireland in 1879, Mm. a.k.a. the mini famine, where apparently people were just hungry for a bit. This is where Ernest Henry Shackleton was born on the 15th of February in 1874 in Kilkia House, country Kildare in Ireland. The second in a family of ten, his father Henry farmed at Kilkia. His mother Henrietta was descended from the Fitzmaurices, a family which had been. Did you just say Henry and Henrietta? Oh, yes. His parents were called Henry and Henrietta. Yes. <laughs> it's like they were made for each other. His middle name was also Henry. <laughs> Some right fucking Henrys <laughs> kicking about Ireland. That's insane. Mm. Wow. Oh. I wonder if there are any oh. relation to the Hoover. <laughs> it's possible in fact um, I have seen an old picture of his mother and she looked exactly like one did she? Yeah. Small, wheel, wheels and everything red wheels yeah. <laughs> big nose no, Henrietta's pink bro. Henrietta Hoover Henrietta get, pink. To, get to know oh, you right. pink one oh, okay. yeah. uh, stronger <laughs> suction as well because the Henrietta was made for uh, like <laughs> industrial cleaners was it really? oh, yeah who were predominantly females so they made it pink and it was called Henrietta and it had eyelashes <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I just know some things, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. You know some things, man. Fucking <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, segue. Anyway, back on track. <clears throat> His family had been in Kerry since the Norman times in the 13th century. Now, whilst in this... Uh, fuck. <laughs> a family which had been in Kerry since Norman times in the 13th century. Now, whilst this isn't pertinent to the story, we at the Sicard Lounge podcast are 30, thirsty and unquenched in the hunt for knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I'd best look up what Normans actually were. And for a brief overview, the Normans, or the Normans, French, Normand, Latin, Les Normands. How would you pronounce uh, Nort Manny in Latin? Call me Jacob. What? Not many. Mm. That's close enough. (laughs) (laughs) We're a population arising in the medieval Duchy of Normandy from the intermingling between Norse Viking settlers and indigenous West Franks and Gallo-Romans. The term is also used to denote immigrants from the Duchy who conquered other territories such as England and Sicily. Now, this all came as a shock to me, lads, um, as it wasn't a period of human history entirely populated by blokes and women called Norman, or as the period of history might be known in my mind, the Normacene. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we can only ponder what first drew Henry to want to explore, but I can only assume that little Henry was sick to fucking death of his ten siblings and fancied a long walk. Whatever yeah. it was... It'd but, be really hard yeah. if you're all called Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Henry 1 to 10. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think his dad had the number system. I think they were all just Henry. Henry. With no... no. Int- Henry. What? Henry Jr. Henry Jr. Jr. 
No, I want to believe that it was just Henry with no intonation in his voice when he shouted him. So no one knew what the fuck was going they on. They just ever. all turned around like, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, they all no, had a one. hive No, mind. you. No, you. No, the other one. Yeah. Me? No. <laughs> Seems efficient. And he's also he's also got a lazy eye, so you don't even know who he's looking does at. Does he actually have a lazy eye? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, he did. He does now. He does now. Yeah, verbatim. No. Yeah. Cannon. Cannon. Um, I just want to point out, by the way, mm. um, just to avoid confusion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the mm. Henrietta Hoover used yeah. the shortened <laughs> version, <laughs> the shortened version of the name of Henrietta, which was just Hetty. So there's there's Hetty, right? There's the classic Henry. Yeah, yeah. There's a Harry, who's green. Yeah. Right. There's a Harry. Yeah, yeah he was a big yeah, boy, yeah. wasn't he? No, no, no. Oh, that was George. George oh, yeah. was George was big and green. Yeah, he was up here. Yeah. And I'd also like to point out that up there, though, up here. though Hetty did have stronger suction, she was not an industrial model, George was. <laughs> so I just thought I'd, I'd, I just wanted to point out. It's um, useful information to be It fair. is, yeah, it is, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I, I would hate to mislead anyone. Exactly. Uh, and right. I just, just want to point out, I got that information from hooverreview.co.uk. Year of our Lord, 2023. Please continue. Who's Lord? Any of them. Right. Lord of the Hoovers. Prince Harry. <laughs> What's that even fucking mean? Rubbing all sorts of cream on that dick. What? Uh, I think it <laughs> makes like blow. You not heard the excerpt from his book? No, what, what are you no. about? What? Talking what? about his mum used to put this specific cream on and then he had like a uh, rash on his on his pecker. And he oh, calls God. it a pecker in the book. And he's, there's he an audio book, book where he says it as well. Are you joking? And it's honestly pecker. one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard in my entire life. When was this released? This uh, book? A couple of months ago. A couple of months. For, yeah. a, for a couple that want well, no public um, like attention. Uh, attention at all. They really go out their way. Chuck do you, do you know worry. what the book's called? What? Spare. Because he was like the spare. Fuck his, his brother Bless was the, <clears throat> the next one in, the, in, in line to the throne. Aww. Everyone are. Oh, oh. Papa, mm. oh, Harry. Oh, Harry's pecker. Oh, um, creamy pecker. <laughs> <laughs> creamy pecker. Yeah, maybe we should divert off of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and get back to the, the Antarctic. Yeah. Back to Biggie. Cool. With your lad. Whilst undergoing an apprenticeship at 16, he became bored of that and decided to board a sailing vessel in the Mercantile Marine Service. What was his apprenticeship in? Um, it was how to transfer into the mercantile marine service. <laughs> you you mean got bored of that. He's so, it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Is that Don't mer- know. I actually couldn't find out. Is that mercantile? Mercantile. Mercantile. Like a mercenary. Yeah. Oh, mercenary. Oh, yeah. wow. All right. Okay. Um, the primary <laughs> function of the merchant navy is to transport goods from one place to another. Twice. It is the most essential component of world economy. Yeah. More than 90% of goods are transported all over the world. Still, or was this in 18... 18- 76 or whenever it was. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. How much fucking context do you want? Fuck's sake. Right. Anyway, there's a good bit coming up, so... <laughs> okay, <laughs> good, all right, well, hold it out. 
1890, which was a lot like 1990, but without the flame shirts that Jordan owned, um, he embarked on a voyage that would take him around the world under the stewardship. Why are you throwing your arms up? It's a valid fucking point. It's, not it's exactly true. the fucking you know same. We all own flame shirts. Get fucked. I want photo evidence. I might have it. Or yeah, if you have it, you can post you have it. Blue on... flames or orange flames? I don't know. I'm not going to admit Full to it. It didn't happen. <laughs> you must have had a, you must have had a dragon shirt. No. No. <laughs> fucking Fuck did off. it all. <laughs> Fuck off. I had a dragon shirt from Pound Stretcher. What photo evidence. Um, it was I'm, great. I'm on the Instagram. Yeah. I loved it. it. Needs to be uploaded onto the Instagram and only then will I accept it as canon. Can't <laughs> <laughs> anything becomes canon. It's not even fucking relating to anything anymore. <laughs> Make it canon. Flame shirt canon. Make it canon. Canon. <laughs> Carry on. So... That would take him around the world under the stewardship of, and this is quite possibly the most fucking awesome name I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Captain Robert Falcon Scott. Yo, Falcon. Robert mm. Falcon his name? Scott doesn't fuck about. That's Holy sick. shit! Mm-hmm. Now I great think he literally has to turn up as a mighty falcon and whilst <laughs> out at sea would go and hunt whales, bring them back to his crew with to his feast feet. on, with his mighty talons. <laughs> And his little captain's hat on, his bird head. Um, That's the thumbnail. Yeah. That's the thumbnail. Yeah, it's be. Um, <laughs> I've got to edit that now. If you don't already know about Falcon Scott, a quick peruse of his Wikipedia is recommended as he, like many of the British Empire celebrities, have led an interest in life. Okay. Mm. That's not to condone so that, the British does, yeah, Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, does that mean racist and like needlessly aggressive to minorities? Yeah. Yeah, but if you... If you last all on that... <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. What did the Romans Look, do for us? What did, what did the European Human Rights Council ever do for us? Look, I'm going to get to some empire bashing in a bit. So just okay, yeah, yeah, good. Now, I don't know about you two, but the idea of sailing around the world, let alone on a ship made in the 1800s, isn't appealing. However, clearly it was for Henry, and so he began on his voyage as a member of the Discovery. Hold up, was he called Henry or Ernest? I'm, I, I'm throwing, You're just interchanging. I'm interchanging. Right. I'm just spicing wanted, it up a bit. It's a, a, bit, of, bit, of, uh, it's yeah, a bit of Sir. It's a bit of Henry. It's yeah, a bit yeah. of Ernest. A bit of Shackleton. A bit of just Shacky. Yeah. Do you want me to make it easier for you? <laughs> big, shack. big Shack. Big Shack. Big Shack. Big Shack. Big up. Nice. All right. Which, interestingly, was... Now, eyes on your notepads, gentlemen. Which, interestingly, was the first vessel to be constructed with the sole purpose of scientific discovery. Wow. Really? That's cool. And what were we saying at the top of the episode? That without nomads and these these people mm. going out there doing that stuff, exactly. that we wouldn't have modern science. Exactly. Well, yeah. modern exactly. science in, the, in this realm. Yeah. So the, the, the cool. ship, the Discovery, which was commissioned for Falcon. Is um, that how the Discovery Channel got his name? That's it, yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's canon. Whatever. It's canon. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> the Adderley Penguin. <laughs> Cheers. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Carry on. Cool. Well, whilst en route to New Zealand, the vessel was lashed by gales and high seas, throwing her like a toy boat. Then tragedy struck on departure from Littleton Harbour in New Zealand. A young seaman, Charles Bonner, fell from the main mast, hurtling headfirst to his death, his skull crushed on the iron deck house. Jesus Christ. Shit. Yeah, okay, sounds bleak. I'm just going to... I appreciate it might have been difficult to pick out these um, words whilst I was running through that, but he's a seaman called Bonner Mm. that fell on a deck house. (laughs) 
It's all, a bit, it's all a bit close, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> Hang on, how's Bonner spelled? Boner. B-O-N-N-E-R. Boner dick house. Boner dick house. Semen all over the boner dick house. A man has died. Boner dick house. Boner dick house. Boner semen all over the deck house. Boner semen is like kind of close to Bodicea as well. And it was a C. And there's no other relevance to that comment other than that it just popped into my head. a fucking deep throat this mic. Till it goes through your... <laughs> through my spinal column. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Shit. Well, anyway, whilst on this ship, he took part in an experimental balloon flight, although this lunacy was regrettably cut short by frostbite and scurvy, forcing Ernie, that's Biggie Shackleton, Big Shack, yeah. uh, to turn back and was subsequently sent home. Scurvy oh. and frostbite being one of the many Wait, So was reasons. he in the balloon? What? He was yeah. in the... He went up in a balloon. He went up in a balloon. At sea. That's it. That, wow, that's that really is really be, That is one, not only Shit. being at sea in the middle of the ocean away from anyone that could it's possibly help you, anyway, you're also it? going up in a balloon. It's fucking nonsense. Mad Unbelievable. Yeah. That's ridiculous. This is the first expedition as well. Uh-huh. That's mad. What an yeah. absolute crackhead. Well, and this is my point, um, this being one of the many reasons I won't get on a boat in the 1800s and you can't make me. <laughs> okay. Balloons, I'm there for it. Literally, Don't time doesn't balloons. work that way. Don't want the scurvy. <laughs> Don't want the frostbite. <laughs> Nice. Cool. Well, once Henry had recovered, circa 1907, he took to the seven seas once again, this time leading his own expedition aboard the Nimrod. And for <laughs> God's sake, why anyone would get aboard a ship which alludes to being dim-witted or stupid, in my opinion, he was asking for his misfortunes. Because that's what it actually meant back then, right? <laughs> Nimrod. Yeah. Well, I, d- I don't know whether person, it's been yeah. changed now or... Yeah. Etymology of Nimrod. Nimrod. Not entomology. entomology. No. no, not the entomology. Not the, entomology. Not the study of insects no. of what a nimrod is. Um, this comes from 1712. Great Hunter. A reference to the biblical son of Cush. <laughs> nice. Or 20 Blazer. <laughs> Referred to Genesis X 8-9 to as a mighty hunter before the Lord. In Middle English, he was Nimrod. Mid-13th <laughs> <Not> century. <laughs> founder of cities and builder of the Tower of Babel. Oh, Though Genesis does not name him as such. Right. So someone just made it up. Okay, I mean, cool. it was all pretty made up, but... Well. It was used in the Bugs Bunny cartoon, which was one of its earlier... That must uh, be what they saw and gave them the inspiration to name the ship then. Hmm? What, Bugs Bunny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the I mean, Bugs historical Bunny was, figure, Bugs Bunny. That was in 1983. Big Chungus. <laughs> Big Chungus. <laughs> Nimrod the Hunter. Yeah. So that's where it comes from. So it's probably the Hunter. Hunter, yeah. Which is much cooler than Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Sailing aboard the Dumbass. Yeah. It, it sails backwards. <laughs> the only reversing ship at sea. Yeah. yeah it sails on the underneath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that kind of work. It'd pick up the currents. That would be a hydrofoil. Mm. Whatever. Jesus. All right, fair enough. Yeah, okay, we're educated. Yeah, but it's got to be powered though, isn't it? No. Yeah. Hydrofoil. Hydrofoil. No, it just... No, I mean, you'd have to have another sail on top. People hydrofoil like uh, with a power kite and stuff, don't they? Oh, really? Have like a surfboard with a hydrofoil on the bottom. Right, I see. It has to have some other form of propulsion, but so the sails are the propulsion of these old ships. Yeah. Hydrofoil, I think, is just uh, a shape that is used to propel something out of the water but reduce drag. 
Uh, killer whales. Antarctic or... So we've got orcas in the Antarctic. This is all in the Antarctic, mate. Right. Orcas. They're the same. His eyes rolled to the span to the back of his fucking head there. I love that sound. Yeah, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on. Well, clearly the frostbite and scurvy weren't enough to deter him from the freezing, bleak and desolate water because he charted a course to reach the geographic South Magnetic Pole before Scott left the Antarctic. His old gaffer. Possibly to prove to Captain Scott he could do it for the former glory of the Empire or just to fill his insatiable need to adventure. We don't know. But this guy was Irish. He wasn't even for the Empire. Uh, was it part of Great Britain? It depends where in Ireland he was from. Probably not North. But in the, in, in where, the, in the 1800s, it was still all like... The, separate anyway. It, or wasn't it... During the like, wasn't it during the occupation, the British occupation <laughs> Let's of Ireland? Butcher it. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's like, show how little we know about the history of the people we've oppressed. Yeah. yeah. Well, Literally, we only haven't for 300 fuck's sake. years ago. I don't know about you. I've oppressed loads of them. Have you? Yeah. Personally. You've depressed. <laughs> <laughs> to any Irish people listening right now, I am sorry. <laughs> it's all Jacob's for fault. my existence. <laughs> We're all sorry for that. He's pal. taking the bullet for this one. <laughs> Put me down, boys. <laughs> well, whilst they gave it a bloody good go, in 1908, ice prevented Ernie from reaching, that's big shot, reaching base camp in Edward the VII Seventh Peninsula, King Edward the Seventh Land, or King Edward the Seventh Peninsula, which is a large ice-covered peninsula which forms the northwesterly extremity of Merry Bird Land. Merry Birdland. <laughs> I fucking shit you not in this Antarctica. In name bollocks. <laughs> it's fucking not. <laughs> From Greenwich, meantime, University of Museums, isn't it? So, Holy shit. Okay. Mary, Mary Bird, spell M-A-R-I-E-B-Y-R-D. Google it, go on. Mary Bird. Mary Birdland. B-Y-R-D. B-Y-R-D, okay. Mary Bird. Bird. Bird? Wow, is Murray Birdland. Real place? MBL is an unclaimed region of Antarctica. There we go. An area of 1.6 million kilometers squared. Oh. Real enough for you now? It's the largest unclaimed territory on Earth. Really? Mm. That's cool. Still unclaimed to this day. Uh, According to Wikipedia. Isn't that kind of like a world agreement that nobody can own... The poles. Yeah, I think there was there there was an agreement, something like that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Also, because there's so much like oil under there, that if people start going and fucking with it, it could yeah like, destroy the earth. End of the world. Cool. Um, Ooh. I read an interesting fact the other day that apparently there's about forty years of oil left. Yeah. That seems like such an impossible thing to quantify. That mm. is mad. I don't disbelieve it mm. necessarily. It's all from one oh, age of the Earth as well. Well, yeah, exactly. Oil. The Cretaceous. Yeah, it's, it, it's obviously fine, and they've just applied a number to it. Yeah. Mm. It began with a C. Yeah. Bring on the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, of which I'm going to talk about at some point in the very near future. Mm. What? The apocalypse? No, the Carboniferous period. Yeah. Because yeah. it actually has animals in it. You know, Mind podcast about animals. Thanks to Jacob. Thanks to his input. What have you got there in your four pages? Any animals in that? Leopard seal. <laughs> That's very good. Whilst Ernie was on his expedition, a fellow explorer, T.W. Edgeworth David, had also rallied together a sledge party. Admittedly, sounds far more fun than it would be. Yeah. Getting covered in dog shit and losing all your facial features to brown frostbite. <laughs> brown frostbite. <laughs> covered in dog shit. 
No, you. Oh. I don't know whether you've actually seen like fucking dog sleds up close. Yeah, they poo on you. Yeah, they, and they, then they kick their shit <laughs> <laughs> really fast. Yeah, but they. And the funny bit is they you. still try to squat. Oh, no. <laughs> they're That's they're running. Yeah. And then if they trip, bonded. they just get dragged along <laughs> by everything else. It's the most up. bullshit form of transport on the planet. <laughs> Rough man. I mean, all right, it helps many small <gasps> communities. Has anyone seen the cinematic masterpiece Snow Dogs? No. Snow Dog is great. Disney film. No, Classic. mate. Snow Dog, I can't remember the name of the guy that was in it. It was in like. Well, oh, that's the live action one, right? It's great. Yeah, but the guy that's like running the sled team runs up to the front dog because it's misbehaving and bites its fucking ear. <laughs> what do you fucking yeah. mean? In a children's in a animated film. film? No, it's not animated. No, no, this oh, is live what? action. 2002. <laughs> it was honestly a great film. If my memory serves correct. Why do you bite its ear? Because, because it's, it's not... the show's dominance. Yeah. He's not, he's like, <laughs> they're in a life or death situation and the leader of the pack apparently is just revolting being too alpha. Them. Yeah. You imagine that poor fucking actor. He, yeah. Um, so how do you want me to do this scene? Well, <laughs> what we want you to do is just go up to that wild dog and bite its ear, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then grabs it. And then we're going we're gonna to CGI the facial features so they look worried. Like that. <laughs> That's really oh sad. God. <laughs> Looks like the penguin from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, what a great film. Snow Dogs. Anyway, back on track. Well, whilst Edgeworth's team did in fact make it to the area of the magnetic South Pole, yeah. having taken the expedition's motor car, which had ironically been overheating the entire time. Um, overheating? Yeah, genuinely. Um, which is... Fucking bonkers, isn't it? Yeah, um, I can only assume it's down to the terrain they were trying to get across. Mm-hmm. Uh, just high revs, low speed, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, once they'd waited for it to cool down, they pushed on, bombarded by the trials of the Arctic, snow blindness, sunburn, and frostbite. They finally made it to the plateau, and it was claimed for the British Crown, where a photograph was taken. And Edgeworth stated, "I hereby take possession of this area now containing the magnetic pole." Or the British Empire, which was yeah. out of character for a supporter of the Empire. <laughs> What's the fucking point? Um, well, it's for the Empire, obviously. For, for the, empire. the Empire! I feel like I might need to redo that bit. Um, where a photograph was taken and Edgeworth stated, I hereby take possession of this area now, containing the magnetic pole for the British Empire! For the Empire! For the, for the Empire! empire. empire. Which was uh, out of character for a supporter of the Empire. Mm. Edgeworth's adventure went a whole lot smoother than Shackleton's, however. And before we proceed, here's a quote from the polar party of Frank Wilde, Ernest Shackleton, Eric Marshall, Jameson Adams, led by Shackleton, left on a fine day, October the 29th, 1908. Only those who have experienced Antarctic directly can appreciate the feeling of exhilaration and excitement that setting out on a journey on a fine day in the Antarctic spring can be. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> what a load of fucking bollocks. What a load of... Oh. <laughs> Wandering albatross. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Cheers. I really want to see an albatross, you know. I've got... Got one right. No, 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 no. Like IRL. Yeah, no. The big, isn't it? The biggest seabird there is. Big shark. It might even be the biggest bird there is. No, no, that's not no. It's a vulture, isn't it? No. Biggest seabird, though. It's your sure. seabird, yeah. <laughs> so, biggest bird there is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was so unnecessary. 
Karen, if you're listening, which you not? She's taken a few body blows from Sorry. us, to be fair. Mm. <laughs> well, Shackleson. Shackleson? Shackleson Railway in yeah. uh, North Leicester. Shack. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, Shackleston. Shackleston? Yeah, it's the old Battlefield Line 1066. Well. Right. Mm. Shackleton, whilst not in the possession of a fine motor car, had a real horsepower, literally in the form of ponies. Unfortunately, the ponies soon became weak and became more of a hindrance than a help, and when one of the little shits kicked Adams under the knee, exposing the bone. Oh, fuck's sake. I mean, Mm. ponies not necessarily well known for their suitability for the Antarctic environment. Yeah. Are they... um... Do they naturally inhabit the Antarctic? It wasn't on the list, mate. It wasn't on the list. No. <laughs> well, Thanks food was soon becoming scarce. Scurred. And on no... Scurred. Food was soon becoming scarce. It's just come from a fucking famine. Yeah, it was only from a little one, one famine to yeah. another. Out of the frying pan into the <laughs> fire. Yeah, we'd already had the big one. This was just like a diet. <laughs> Food was soon becoming scarce, and on November the 21st, the weakest of the hosses was shot and eaten. Wow. <laughs> a further two ponies were shot soon afterwards, and this freed up some of the food that had previously been eaten by the horses too, allowing the men a tasty new ration. I hope they saved the one that kicked and broke his legs for last so they could, he could watch his friends being <laughs> shot first. <laughs> Just break all his legs and yeah. let it sit there and watch. <laughs> You sit and you think about what you've done. (laughs) Just break all its legs with the guy's knee. Yeah. Now eat it in front of him first. (laughs) No, eat all of its food and then eat it. That'll show him. If they they got a tasty new ration from the horse's feed, what was that like? Hay? Horse maize. Corn? Yeah. (laughs) They they all ate out of muzzle bags as well in respect for the horse. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, no so, petrol. <laughs> You've said that. You've already one. done that. No, I said it before we were rolling. Oh. Oh, oh. I've only got 10 to pick from. Come on. No, I've actually got another list of 25. Still got two, maybe three pages to go. Um, Spare them. One and a half. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, Christmas was celebrated with some carefully held back treats. Plum pudding, brandy, cigars, and a spoonful of cream creme de menthe. Nice. That, like menthol jizz. Is that from Boner? Fuck is that? Yeah, I think <laughs> it was from Bonus. Bonus semen. That's a good yeah. band name. Menthol jizz. Menthol jizz. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. That's metal. Yeah. We need it in like this spindly title. Menthol jizz. Menthol jizz. Spindly title. Yeah. Like the thorn bush title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lightning no, arcing. Like yeah. By December the 27th, they were on the polar plateau at an altitude of 10,200 feet. With wind against them, suffering from the lack of food, and with hands and feet almost on the point of frostbite, Shackleton was unaware of the worsening situation. Knowing they only had a limited time in the light of their rations and physical state, they battled southwards into blizzards, sometimes the blizzards keeping them in their sleeping bags all day. On January the 9th, they reached their furthest south point, just 97 miles from the pole. A flag was planted and photographs taken. They turned around and began to head home. Wait, so they thought that was the pole? Or it actually was the pole? No, I think they probably recognised that they, they weren't, weren't going to make it. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Because they'd just fucking run out of food. Yeah, yeah. And Bad weather. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Which is kind of shit, but 97 miles in that territory is a... It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, Yeah, 1800s, right? That's days as well. Yeah. This is like, what, 1906, did you say? Early 1900s. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Close enough. Nice. Uh, Was it 08? 1908? Yep. Mm. That's pretty fucking hardcore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, on the journey back, the wind that they had battled against was behind them. They used a sail on the sledge and rushed across the ice, making up to 29 miles a day. Um, just for reference, 29 miles per hour is 0.01296642 kilometers per second. Ugh. Well, they were able to obtain food from the depots they'd laid on the outward journey, including meat from the ponies. And so, by contrast to earlier weeks, they were well-fed and relatively content. That's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> He's crashed again. He's blue-screening. They reached Hut Point to find a note saying that the Nimrod had buggered off two days earlier and was sheltering nearby. Right. They had walked 1,700 miles in total. Shackleton and his party set fire to the camp to signal the ship, which received the signal and returned to the camp a few days later, successfully retrieving them. And on his return to England, Shackleton was knighted and was made commander of the Royal Victorian Order. I am being funny, mate, but didn't even get to the South Pole. Yeah. Yeah, but at his horses, Falcons got one. Why Scott did he fucking it, take horses? Got kicked by one. Got, well, he didn't get kicked by a horse, did he? His mate got kicked his, by his one. Mate, let his mate get kicked by a horse. Yeah. We just fucking love rewarding mediocrity. Yeah, well, Scott. What's that about? Scott did it, didn't he? Yeah. Did Scott get knighted? I don't Is know. Is it Sir Scott? Uh, it's Captain. Sir right. Captain Scott. Yeah. Did so he get Captain knighted? Big Falcon. Lad, big lad Falcon. Yeah. Sir yeah. Falcon, imagine that. That's badass. Imagine your name's awesome, Sir Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's pretty fucking men. Captain Scott. Let's see what... If he didn't get knighted, and this douchebag did, what the fuck is that about? I don't know. Let's find out, shall we? Did he? I feel like we've been telling the wrong story. We should have been focusing on I know, Falcon. Right? I know, it's cool. Well, I did fucking say, then Google it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> we could just do a really short podcast that's like, there's a guy called... Falcon, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Sakada Lounge <laughs> podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> well, that was the story of Ernest Ernie Shackleton. Briefly, a side quest. I um, it was good. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like, and I've put this in as a bit of a... Um, so wait, I'm lost. Like, There's three expeditions, right? You only... That was just one. Yeah. The other two... Where no, no, they? he did too. No, no. He, did, he, he did the did first one oh, where right. he went he, in the boat, on the, the Discovery. Discovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and went in the, the in the balloon. Right. So and the then he went one. on the Nimrod. Oh, I see. Right. So the, there was probably one in the middle of those two, right? I don't know. So is that the bit you've deleted? Like, we, just, we just capped it. Yeah. <laughs> like well, that pony did to his mate. I actually ran out of Wi Fi. The kelp gull. Cheers. <laughs> um, I'd like to put this in. Um, in on January the twenty seventh, I actually did hear about this in the news, yeah. and I did a bit of a golf clap. It made me happy. Uh, Scottish golf clap. Oh, Scottish actor Alan Cummings said on Friday he was giving back his OBE. That's Officer of the Order of the British Empire Award, saying his eyes have been opened over the toxicity of the empire. For the Empire. The Empire. 27th of January, 2023. Nice. That was a good thing for him to do. It's a big right. award. And he just went, nah. 
Yeah. Bars. Loads of people do that. Loads they of really people just don't, don't want to be associated, yeah. yeah. Um, which is a good thing. Mr. Bean didn't mm-hmm. take his, did he? No, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Whatever Ron his name Atkinson. is. That's it. Yeah, Rowan Atkinson. Mm. He's not a sir, is he? Oh, yeah. I think um, quite a few musicians pretty much binned it off altogether as uh, well. I know that uh, Stephen Fry didn't take his either. Mm-hmm. Not. Yeah. 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 A lot of but, people would uh, say it, do it politely by saying, I just prefer my name as it is. I don't like being referred to as Sir. But obviously. No, I, th- I, th- I don't think the knighting's the issue. The knighting's what denotes Sir. But yeah. I think it's more the OBEs. Right. The con- with a link to the empire. Right, I see. Which obviously were fucking slave traders and well, being colossal bellens. Yeah. Well, being a knight of the realm is, isn't that the same association? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. For the Empire. For the Empire. For the Empire. For the Empire. I just can't find any evidence that Rowan Atkinson ever got offered a knighthood, so I might have just made that up. It's canon. Yeah. It's canon. <laughs> it's canon. Good on you, Rowan Atkinson, for turning down that knighthood you never got offered. <laughs> Good lad. Well, anyway, that, that was, was the story of Ernest Shackleton. That was and sad and brutal and yeah. desolate. <laughs> I thought he was at least going to make it to the fucking South Pole. I know. We'll, we'll see some animals aside from ponies. Whilst that may not Spent have most been... most of it so snowblind, covered in dog shit. <laughs> and frostbitten. Sorry. Frostbitten and dog shit. I forgot about that. Well, whilst that may not have been the most concisive uh, breakdown of Shackleton, yeah. I would like to think, at least, it will spark your interest in learning a little bit more about some of our greatest explorers. Absolutely. Krill! <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> still looking. Look at the they determination are fucking exclusive on his face. to the Antarctic, though. Cruel. No, they live there, though. Yeah. Well, that was very enlightening. Thank you very much, Jack, for mm. this week's deep dive side quest kind of deal. Mm. But if I wouldn't say deep dive, I'd say shallow dive. Sh- shallow dive, yeah. yeah. Sh- little dip. Yeah, yeah little dip. <laughs> we dip the toes into Just Henry and his brothers. Yeah, yeah that's Also it. called Henry. <laughs> All the Henrys. All the Henrys. <laughs> the hive mind of Henrys. Ten, Henry's yeah. ten toes dipped in. Peak flows. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Cicada Lounge podcast. Thank you for listening. If you've got any questions or any stories you want to ask or just any questions or you just want to write in in general... You can write to the Cicada Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. That is the Cicada Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. Brilliant. Thank you for every. Thank you so very nice. much, everyone. Leopard Seal! Thank you for listening to the Cicada Lounge Podcast. Remember to check us out on Instagram at the Cicada Lounge Podcast and on Twitter at Cicada Lounge. We've been your most excellent hosts, Jordan Foster, Jack Sutton and Jacob Welsh. If you want to get in touch or have any stories to share, you can speak to our Hive Mind directly at the Cicada Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. The Cicada Lounge Podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Please subscribe.